Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. (laughs) I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what I learned from doing two successful product launches. If you don't know, we relaunched Become a Blogger Premium, the 2.0 version back in March of this year, where we reopened the program with a brand new set of videos teaching people how to start blogs and build businesses around their blogs. Then we closed it, and then we reopened it again in August and allowed affiliates to promote In the process, I've had a lot of experiences, (laughs) I've learned a lot, and of course, whenever I learn something, I want to come back here and share it with you so that you can apply it in your blog and in your online business. So that's what we're going to talk about today. All right, exciting stuff to talk about, product launches, and and there's so much that can be said about launching products and how to go about doing it in a way that's going to have the biggest impact and the biggest effect and reach the, the largest number of people so that you can make some money with your product when you do do a launch. Now, before I get into the episode, I want to let you know that um, this, ep- th- this podcast is brought to you by the free blogging videos that we've set up at freebloggingvideos.com. If you're thinking about starting a blog, you want to build something significant online that can impact the world and even make you some money build a- building a business, you're going to love them. So head on over to freebloggingvideos.com and sign up for the 10 free videos. And if you're not connected with me on Facebook. What's wrong? What are you doing? Come on over to Facebook. Come on come on over to Leslie on Facebook.com. That's L-E-S-L-I-E on Facebook.com. And you'll be able to connect with me there. And I post the topic of each upcoming episode in advance so that you can ask questions. Uh, you can call in and, and get your questions answered. You can call into the hotline. Um, and just in case, for some strange reason, you don't know what the number of the hotline is, the number is... 888-835-2414. And that's my beautiful wife letting you know what that number is. So connect with me on Facebook. You have a question Uh, that's related to one of the topics that are coming up. You can ask it on Facebook or you can call the hotline. All right, so let's get into the topic for today. What I've learned from doing two successful product launches, and I would consider them to be successful because they went very well. um, And, you know, it's just great to see you you have a product. You, You spend a lot of time creating the product. And you go and you actually launch the product and you're able to make a significant amount of income, which is always a beautiful thing. So 
I want to go into it, but I want to give a, a balanced perspective because, you know, you hear about launches and people talk about all these huge launches where either they make, you know, millions of dollars or whatever the case or a six-figure launch or whatever the case might be. And sometimes, you know, it just seems unreal. And sometimes it is unreal, unfortunately. Uh, and I want to give a balanced perspective. Now, what do I mean by doing a product launch? When I, when I say a product launch, I'm talking about having a specific date where you're saying, you know what, I am making my product uh, available for people to purchase, whatever that product is. So you might say on September the 15th, I am going to launch this product and people are going to be able to purchase the product. And there are a number of different ways that you can do a launch. Um, but one of the great things about doing a launch is that it's a great way to get the word out there in a relatively short period of time, especially if you're doing a timed launch, uh, a time-sensitive launch. So when we did the launches, like I mentioned in the intro, we opened the doors, people were able to purchase, and then we closed the doors and people were no longer able to purchase. And we did it for a few reasons, and I'm going to get into that in a little bit. Um, but one of the things that we were able to accomplish is to get a lot of people in in a relatively short period of time. And that's one of the benefits of doing a product launch uh, in, in terms of, you know, making a big deal out of it and saying, you know what, we're going to be opening on this date where you prepare people in advance for the opening and maybe you close, maybe you don't close. But the, the main thing is that you have this specific date that you're working towards and that's when you, you're hoping that the floodgates are going to open and people are going to sign up and purchase your product. Now, another reason why doing a launch is a really good idea is because it, it, it I mean, you're, you're setting deadlines and you're making those deadlines public. Now, I don't know about you, but there's something about deadlines that really gets me going especially when the deadline is approaching. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm somewhat of a procrastinator by nature. And if I don't set deadlines, I will probably not get anything done. So by saying and, and by putting it out there and saying, you know, on August 9th, we're going to have the relaunch of Become a Blogger Premium and you'll be able to sign up and these are the different things that we're going to be doing. Um, by doing it that way, you're setting a deadline so it almost forces you to take action, which is one of the things that I really love. The amount of deadlines I've set for myself in the last few months have really um, increased but my productivity has also increased. So product launches can be great because, number one, it helps you to get the word out there in a relatively short period of time. And number two, it, it, by setting the deadlines, it almost forces you to take action. Now, there are a bunch of other reasons why product launches are good, but I just want to kind of touch on those two as you know, some really basic and simple reasons why it's a good idea to do a product launch. But on the other end, on the other side, I want to give you my honest feeling about the launch process that I, I just went through and, you know, all the experiences that I had in doing it. At the end of the launch, I was a little tired and I was a little mentally tired. Um, I'm not a big fan of hard selling. That's not me. I like to provide a lot of value and just keep 
providing value on, a, on an ongoing basis and have products that you can purchase. And if you're interested in the products and you, you, you see the things that I have to offer and you see the value, you purchase it. It's on your own time. Um, you know, it, it's not the typical you're, you're setting the deadlines and, and, and doing this big launch type of a thing. And I found that after promoting you know, a few times during the launch, I kind of got tired of listening to myself sell. And I don't know if that, that's a personal problem or whatever the case might be, but I really did get tired of just selling and selling. And it seems as if my entire focus during that short period of, period of time is just to sell. And there's something about that that didn't sit very well with me. And that's just me being honest. Um, and I've decided to do things a little differently as I move into the future. But it definitely was a very valuable experience, and I learned a lot from doing it. Now, in the future, I'm going to talk a little bit about how I've decided to go about selling and promoting and so on. Um, but for this episode, I want to focus on the launch because there were some valuable lessons that I learned, and I want to share that with you. Okay, so let's get into it. Number one, the first thing that I learned from the launch was actually quite interesting, and it is that it is extremely important to test everything. Now, as we were going into the launch or preparing for the launch, uh, I spent a lot of time, we spent a lot of time working on the squeeze page for uh, the, the opt-in, okay? The squeeze page that you set up to get people to opt-in, and we spent a significant amount of time. I'm not exactly sure how many, but it was hours coming up with the copy, coming up with the pictures, coming up with all the different aspects of it, you know, getting a testimonials and endorsements and working on all these different things. Things, and we came up with a, 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 a version of a squeeze page. And we were satisfied with it. You know, it had a number of the elements that we thought would work very well. But at the last minute, we decided to just throw something together to just test a, a different version and see which one does better. Okay, so the first version had a uh, uh, a picture of a video and when you go to press the to click on the play button on the video the picture changes and it invites you to opt in to get access to the videos and then we had the the bullet points of what you would get in the videos and all this kind of other stuff we had a, a testimonial and endorsement on the bottom and in my opinion it looked very good and i was very satisfied with the headline with the copy the information was on the page and all that stuff but then we decided to just test a picture, <laughs> which is pretty interesting. We tested, we decided to test a picture, and the picture was a picture of, uh, it was a picture of a, a beach with two lawn chairs, and then it just had an opt-in box right at the center inviting people to sign up. Very simple, didn't take a lot of time to do, you know, it took, you know, half an hour at the max it just it was really simple and thrown together and then what we did was set up a test to see which one would be more uh, more effective so in the past this would be done this would have been done with google website optimizer but Google has taken Website Optimizer and built it into Google Analytics, which is really great because just in your Google Analytics account, you can, you can run all of these experiments, which is what they consider it. So we set up the, the, the first page and we set up the second page and we said, 
in the experiments that we want 50% of the people, half of the people that come to the website to see the first version, and half of the people that come to the website to see the second version. So the first half, see, well, and it was just random. So the first option was the one that we spent a ton of time on. The second option was the one that we just kind of throw together at the last minute. And and to get to the, the experiments feature in Google Analytics, just for your information, you go into Google Analytics, and then you click on Content, and then you go to Experiments. And then you can specify the pages, and you can specify the thank you page, and all these types of things. And it will automatically rotate the pages for you once you put in the code. It will automatically calculate the conversions and see how many people signed up. And when we did that, here were the results. 36.9% of the people that went to the first one that we, we spent so much time on uh, signed up they opted in to get the videos. But 52.36% that went to the, the version that we just kind of threw together, 52.36%, more than half, signed up. So that's a, a huge difference in conversion. That's, uh, let's see, about 15% different. That means for every 100 people that comes to the second page, 15 more people would sign up. Now, is that significant to you? That's significant to me. Um, so it, it showed me how important it was to test. Uh, if we just went with the first version that we spent so much time on, uh, we would have lost out. We would have lost out on a lot of signups. But by just coming up with a different version and testing it, we were able to increase the conversion and we eventually got rid of the first version and just used the second version because it was more effective. And as I move on into the future, I'm going to be testing different versions uh, to try to increase the conversion even more. So the first lesson was don't assume. Test everything. Uh, in Google Analytics, you can set up experiments. It's a little technical, but, it's, but, but you can figure it out. Um, so that's the first thing that I learned. The second thing that I learned has to do with recruiting affiliates. And what I saw was that getting affiliates is all about relationships. It's all about the connections that you've been able to make beforehand. Uh, not just, you know, now you have a product, so you're going to go out there and send a bunch of emails to a bunch of people and say, hey, promote my product. No. If you have good relationships beforehand, you'll be able to get affiliate um, affiliates to promote or it'll be much easier for you to get affiliates to promote. So if you don't have a product, you should still be thinking about relationships and nurturing the relationships with, with people that can be potential partners, not just people that subscribe, but people that can be potential partners, other bloggers in your niche, other people that are doing things that are similar to what you're doing. It's not about competition. It's about working together and getting to know each other, building the relationships so that when it is time to promote, uh, it's easy to get or it's easier to get people to promote. So the second lesson Getting affiliates, all about relationships. Third lesson is that it's a very good idea, and this is what I've seen, um, it's a very good idea to do your launches in phases so that you can test the different elements. As I mentioned, we did the first relaunch, the initial relaunch in March, 
And really what that was about was testing the system, testing the, you know, the, we had new videos, we had a, a totally new system using optimized press and digital access pass and combining the two and um, building the website and dealing with the technology behind it. Um, and, and we wanted to make sure that the system itself was working well and it was doing what it needs to do and that people were getting the, the stuff that they needed to get from the training and people were learning the things that they needed to learn. They were getting the best benefit for the money that they were spending. So we, we did the initial launch and it was an internal launch. We didn't invite affiliates to promote. We just mailed to our own list and we were able to get a significant amount of people to sign up, which is great. But in the process, I saw some flaws. I got feedback and I made improvements, okay? There were certain aspects to the technology that, that just w wasn't working perfectly. And of course, it's still not working perfectly, but it's working much better. Now, could you imagine if I had also brought on affiliates and I had to deal with the affiliate part of the system and also I had to deal with the membership part. I mean, it's possible, but by doing it in phases, first doing the membership and making sure that's working for the people that are signing up and making improvements, and then later on bringing on affiliates to promote, I was able to manage it better, and I think we were able to have a better effect. So the second launch, that was when we br actually brought on affiliates. Now that we know that the system is working, we've I, I, ironed, out, I ironed out some of the kinks and made sure um, some of the things that were giving some issues before are working much better. Now I can bring on affiliates and, and make sure that the affiliate system is working well, that the affiliates are being well taken care of because I know that the members are definitely going to be taken care of. So by launching in phases, I was able to test different elements and make improvements that will continue to make the, the, the membership site better. And once again, there's going to be a next phase. The next time we launch Become a Blogger Premium, um, it's going to be an evergreen model where you can promote at any time, you can sign up at any time. But before we did that, we wanted to make sure, I wanted to make sure that the affiliate system was working. And before doing that, I wanted to make sure that the membership site and the membership aspect and the members are well taken care of. So launching in phases, definitely a good idea. Um, the third, the, the fourth thing that I learned is that when you do a launch, things don't always turn out the way you expected. And that's just being honest. That's just being straight up honest. Um, when we did the internal launch in March, it went very well. We, we got a lot of members in there and we made a significant amount of money, which is great awesome stuff. And that was just from us doing an internal promotion. So when we decided we're going to do the relaunch and we brought on affiliates, we expected it to do significantly better because we had, you know, over a hundred people sign up as affiliates, which is great. So the thought is, you know, if three people promoted before in the internal launch and it did X number of dollars. If you have a hundred and something people promoting, you're going to do so much more. Um, and what ended up happening is, yes, the second launch went very well. Absolutely no complaints in terms of how it went, but it didn't go as well as I expected based on what we did in the first launch. All right. So 
once again, not complaining at, uh, complaining at all. I, the, the second launch did very well, uh, much better than I've ever done on any job. <laughs> so it's a great thing, but it didn't go exactly the way I expected it to go. Um, and what you'll notice is when you do launches, sometimes things don't turn out the way you expect. Um, but what you do is you make the best out of it, you move on, and you continue to make it better. The next thing and the final lesson, lesson number five that I want to share with you is that if you set systems in place, it will eliminate or reduce your stress significantly. If you set systems in place, the right systems in place in the right way, it will reduce your stress significantly. Now, going into the first launch, there was a lot of stress, not a, a ridiculous amount of stress because I did have systems in place, um, but there was a fair amount of stress. You know, this is the first time doing a launch um, of this magnitude. You want to make sure everything is great. You want to uh, make sure your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted. And, you know, in doing all of that, there's just a lot that's going through your mind. Now, with the second launch, we had already done the first launch, and that went well. Um, I expected it to be significantly more stressful. However, I had set up systems in place. I had my assistants that were working with me. Um, the technology was taken care of. And I actually found myself at times just twiddling my thumbs trying to figure out what I should be doing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing once you've built systems and this comes with time and it comes with experience and it comes with a lot of hard work um, but once you've built systems in place it's it's great to just kind of sit back and see them work my assistants did an awesome job of filling in the gaps because they knew exactly what needed to do um, and of course that's me outsourcing and outsourcing played a significant part in every aspect of of the relaunch of become a blogger and and today in every aspect of what I do online um, so outsourcing is essential but also having systems having guidelines what are you gonna do when someone requests a refund what what are the steps that you're gonna take and what what are the things that are gonna happen in that situation um, what are you gonna do when someone sends in an email Okay, when are you going to be checking email? Who's going to be checking email? Um, what, are, what, what are the systems that are going to deal with the membership? And are they doing it in an automated way? Or do you have to send emails to each person individually when they sign up? You know, having systems in place really eliminates or reduces the stress significantly. And that is one of the most amazing things to me about doing business online. So number one, it is important to test everything. We tested our landing pages and was able to increase our conversions, our number of signups by 15%. Uh, number two, getting relationships is all, I mean, getting affiliates is all about relationships. Number three, it's a very good idea, in my opinion, when you're doing a launch, to do it in phases. Don't try to do everything at once. Just come out with what you need to test the main elements and then continue to improve. And launching in phases helps you to do that. Number four, it doesn't always turn out the way you expect it, but you learn from it and then you continue to make it better. And number five, if you set the right systems in place, it can 
eliminate the stress. Now, I want to let you know uh, that we, we've, I've created courses on a number of these topics when it comes to outsourcing, product creation, um, product launch, and you know, uh, affiliate marketing and list building. But that's not what I'm talking about in this. If you're interested in checking out any of those courses, go to becomeablogger.com slash courses and you'll be able to find out more about those courses because there's a lot of technical details in between. There's a lot of things that you need to take into consideration uh, when it comes to launching a product, when it comes to um, creating a product and launching a product. Um, so check that out, becomeablogger.com slash courses, or just come to becomeablogger.com and you'll see the link to go to the courses. So we did have a question that came in from Facebook and I want to read that question. Uh, part of the question is already answered. But Mary Cathan, or Cathan, I'm not exactly sure how to say the last name, on Facebook asked, did you use affiliates? And if, if you did, how did you attract them to team up with you? Now, from listening to this episode, you already know that I use affiliates. Um, and I spoke about the importance of relationships. Uh, relationships is important because when you actually reach out to those individuals, um, they already know who you are. They already have an idea of what you do. And hopefully they already trust you. They know you, like you, and trust you and would be willing to promote. So what I did, what we did, is we just sent a, uh, an email to our list of contacts and let them know, hey, we're launching Become a Blogger Premium. Here are the details, uh, and we'd be happy to have you as an affiliate. Uh, as an affiliate, these are the launch dates. This is the information in, about the commissions and so on. Uh, we'd like you to promote. And a number of them said yes. S uh, some of them said no because you know they had other things going on at the time. But we had a significant amount that actually did say yes, um, and that were willing to come on and and promote become a blogger um, so by having those relationships and then once you've had those relationships you've nurtured them over time just sending an email just sending the information and asking them if they're willing to be an affiliate another thing that we did was we sent a, an email to all of the people that have signed up for become a blogger in the past and let them know we are relaunching and if they're interested in promoting they can go ahead and sign up um, and in that process, we set up an affiliate page. I set up an affiliate page and people can go there, sign up, get the information that they needed, and then be able to promote. Um, so I hope that answers your question, Mary. Um, that's, ba that's basically all we did, all I did um, when it came to recruiting affiliates and getting people to promote. And that's something that's going to continue and we're going to continue working on it uh, because affiliates can be very powerful. Now think about it. If you have a $100 product um, to make $10,000, um, to make $10,000, you need to sell 100 copies. However, if you can get 10 affiliates to sell 10 copies, that's the same, and you'll be making that $10,000. Of course, you know, you have commissions involved there, and you have to pay them out commissions, um, but it gives you an idea. Recruiting affiliates and having affiliates, especially good affiliates, um, can be very powerful to get exposure to your products, to, ex to get exposure to your brand, and to build what you're trying to build 
online. So thank you, Mary, for your question. As usual, if you have questions, you can call the hotline. I also want to give you a homework assignment. And this homework assignment is going to be probably the most involved homework assignment I've given to date. But it can be the most rewarding one for you. You ready for this? This is going to be a challenge. I'm going to challenge you on this one. Your homework assignment is to create a product. Yes, I said create a product. And it doesn't have to be something, you know, very complex. It doesn't have to be complicated. You can just write, you know, a, a short report, an eight-page report or an ebook, or put together some things, a, a list of resources that you can give out, you know, create a PDF or a video or a, an audio recording, teaching someone how to do something, whatever your niche is about. Create a product that you can either give away for free or you can sell. We've had a number of people go through Become a Blogger and have started creating their own products and have even launched their products and have made sales and are making money from their product and are very excited. And I want you to do the exact same thing. So I'm going to push you. I want to push you to actually create a product. Content for your blog is great. But we need to start taking things to the next level. So that is your homework assignment for today. Um, create a product. But also, I want you to come back to the blog. This is going to be episode number. What is this episode? 80. Let's go to the website right now. This is episode number 87. So come to becomeablogger.com slash episode 87. And leave a comment letting me know what that product is that you're going to create. And make sure to connect with me on Facebook, Leslie on Facebook.com. That's pretty much it for this episode. I hope you got a lot of value from that. Um, and once again, if you enjoy what we're doing here and you think, man, I want to build something online. I want to reach the world. I want to build an online business and I want to use a blog to do that. I want to invite you to go and check out our 10 free videos at freebloggingvideos.com. Now, in those videos, just to give you a little more detail, I'm going to talk to you about why you should use WordPress. How do you get a domain name? How do you get hosting? And how do you install WordPress? How do you start adding content and, and have a nice design on your blog step by step? You get to watch me as I walk you through the process, as I actually set up a blog, you watching on my screen, kind of you're just looking over my shoulder and checking out what we have, uh, uh, checking out how to set up the blog, and you can follow along in that process. So check it out, freebloggingvideos.com. We have a lot of members in there just enjoying the stuff and a lot of blogs that have started as a result. Um, so that's pretty much it for this video. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to rate us on iTunes, rate me on iTunes, Leslie on iTunes.com. That'll help get the word out there and help more people to see how they can start blogs that can change the world. So that's it for this video. This is Leslie Samuel. Until next time, take care and God bless.